is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan day after, not just a holiday weekend. It's like Thanksgiving week through New Year's Day. It's a blur and it's busy and you're with family and friends. And we are so blessed in the state of Michigan to have what the Lions are doing, even with getting worked over by the officials on the two point try. And then Michigan beating Alabama in overtime Wolverines. In the national championship game. Like I told Superfly, I'm going on like four hours sleep. It's adrenaline right now. The holidays, you catch up with everybody. Like Mike Doherty sent me a note. He goes, Bill, you got to be honest. I did not ask to change my dog's name. We put Goffy as her middle name. And I go, he's a she? And he goes, the dog identifies as a female dog. And I just sent Mike Doherty a message. You have a trans dog? Again, it's 2024. Do what you want. So the dog's name is Maddie Goffy. That's the dog's name now. It's a middle name. They weren't changing the name. So I want to set the record straight because Mike is loaded, rich, and could sue me for slander and defamation. And he has a hot button where he can turn in a second. So it's Maddie Goffy. They added Goff, Goffy. And then he's like explaining to me like, well, I, I thought it was a boy. Not that I'm grabbing hind legs and looking or anything, but I'm... I really don't care if someone says, well, here, here, boy. They're going, no, it's a girl. I, I don't care. It's a dog. I'm in a happy place right now with the Lions in Michigan. And I love the Doherty's. And their dog, Maddie Goffey. God bless her, him, she, he, whatever dog pronoun you want to use. Is there anything normal about our days, Superfly? About my friends, about the family, uh, my extended friends? It's like people write a script every morning. They say, here, Bill, this is going to be your day. This is going to be your day. And we have the Lions. Are they Super Bowl ready? I don't know, but they were playoff ready in that game against Dallas, even with the jobbing at the end by the refs. He told me that Maddie Goffey, did you hear this, Superfly? Maddie Goffey, after that call, went up on the TV, raised his, her hind leg, and just sprayed the TV. 
Win P on the TV. I like that dog. I do. Lions, Michigan National Championship game. Their favorite. They went on Monday night. It's the greatest season ever in Michigan football history. And we all were a part of it watching it. And to my Michigan State friends, how about Mark Rasmussen? Raz, our good buddy, Superfly, wearing Michigan gear at Russ Ortega's Man Cave last night. Kent County Sheriff's pulled up and said, you got to move that bandwagon into the driveway. Lifelong Spartan fan out of Greenville, Michigan. Still holds the record for the most shots ever in a high school basketball game. 72. Made five. Wearing Michigan gear. And he said, my wife Cindy's not here. They're huge Sparties. They tailgate. Their son Sam goes to Michigan State. And I go, why are you wearing it? And he said... Because it feels good to be on the bandwagon. I took a picture and sent it to Izzo and said, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. <laughs> it's crazy. Can I, do I have any normal friends? Or are they normal and I'm crazy, Superfly? I don't know what it is. We do have our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Did the Lions get screwed by the officials, or do you agree with the NFL backing the officials? That's one. Two, Michigan, minus four and a half. Are you taking that on the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, or Washington, plus four and a half in the championship game on Monday? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Let's go to Matt and Muskegon listening on 96 won The Game out of Grand Rapids along our beautiful West Coast. You're on the HUGE Show. Yeah, hi, Bill. I have to say I vehemently disagree with you and Jim about the Lions take. What do you mean? Um, well, I, I, to answer your question, your poll question, I, I don't think either of those two things happen. I think that the Lions, so the question is, did they get screwed? Um, possibly. Do I agree with the NFL's decision to protect the referees? Not necessarily. But also... It's not as if the Lions didn't have a number of plays leading up to that particular one to win the football game. So that's why I kind of get confused sometimes when, you know, we make a big, a big deal about one call. Now, yes, that call was important. However, there were a number of plays where maybe they're not even in that position if they make certain plays throughout the football game. So, you know, I, I mean, there's a human ele- element involved, and there's always going to be a mistake. Granted, that mistake cost the Lions arguably, what, a second, a number two seed, right? right. Well, I'm just, I'm just 
like to me, you know, I have never coached at a high level. I coached like youth basketball and maybe high school travel basketball. And if I put too much emphasis on one call, you know, the call was what it was. They made the mistake. Well, then he decides to go for two again. And then they still don't get it. There's a penalty called on Dallas. So they get to do it again. And he goes for it again. I mean, to me, him getting up at the podium, crinkling the paper, acting all mad and everything. I mean, why don't you just own it, move on, go win the Super Bowl on the road? Why are we talking about the referees? We should be talking about the Lions and who they are as a football team. But instead, our head coach made a big deal about one play call. I will anyway, say something. Great day. I, I just no, 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 Matt. Your opinions are always welcome on the show. I, I don't care if you agree with me or disagree with me or the Brandy or anybody. Let me just be honest. That I didn't agree after they didn't get it. I thought they should have kicked it and went to overtime. Especially when I hear him say now he's going to play his starters against the Vikings this weekend in the regular season finale. I, and then when they had the defensive offsides and the free play and didn't get it, I would have kicked it. That, that to me, would have been the right thing to do. I, I, I get he's a riverboat gambler, and I love that in Dan Campbell. I really do. And I could even see the second time. But once you get to a third time, just kick it. Go to, go to OT. You got the momentum. It's on the road. And, you know, because this, I thought, and I said this yesterday when we were broadcasting live from Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, I thought the reason he went for two is that he's going to rest his starters this week because they have the three seed locked up. And he, he, he may want to go on the road, playoffs on the road with the guys in a hotel. They're not around family and friends. You get in the bunker, right? That's what I thought. But when I read Rizzi's story at Lions Wire that he's going to play a starters, well, it, it doesn't. It didn't add up. The third time, I would have kicked the extra point and said, let's go to OT and win this. Right? Then it really comes down to a coin flip. Let's go to G. Smitty in Detroit. You're on the huge show across Michigan. Hey, huge. Happy New Year. Yeah, huge. back at you, buddy. Um, after that happened on... Saturday, the first thing I said to my wife and son was, just when you think you've seen everything, there's just something else. And there's a few God bless Americas here and there. But uh, my thing is this, is that they talked to him before the game. There's video proof. And you got multiple players saying, hey, he reported Hey, I didn't report, as in Skipper, um, and him going ape you-know-what on the sidelines and video evidence. All I know is that it appears the guy lied about something. If he's screwed up, he needs to pull a Jim Joyce and just man up about it, number one. And then it'll be all over with, and he'll gain some respect out of it, possibly. But that ain't going to happen. And then... uh Number two, I disagree, kind of disagree with your last caller about, uh, you know, uh, him crinkling his paper and everything else. Hey, man, he was fit to be tied. And we felt just as he was looking, as we've all felt for years, we got jobbed again. Just when you think the Pettigrew uh, foul, no foul, picking up the flag was home cooking. That was home cooking part two. And uh, they didn't want to spoil the Jimmy Johnson 
ring of honor and all that. I get it. But it's, I, I look at it this way. The Lions got to be the most motivated team in the NFL right now. So I wouldn't want to be playing them no matter where. All right. Thank you, Chief Smitty uh, in Detroit. Appreciate you listening, my man. You want to join in one 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Doug in Holland, Michigan. Listening on WHTC, you're on the HUGE show. Douglas. Hey, how you doing, HUGE? What's happening, buddy? Yeah. Oh, love the show. Hey, you know what nobody's talking about? It's how they got job in the Atlanta game as well, and they haven't changed that rule either. All I'm saying is you guys got to get together, figure it out, especially with all this video not even what you were saying earlier, get a place in Manhattan, get it done, figure it out, get it right, because it seems like the Lions are always on the raw end of the deal. All right, thank you, Doug and Hound. People are angry, man. I'm trying to keep track of the dump button. My God, I feel like I'm on Jeopardy right now. Superfly, are you catching this? Are you serious? I did. I caught it all. There's one time. I got it. We're good. Okay, you're stressing me out right now. You're looking weird. Let's go to Dan in Spring Lake, listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Happy New Year, my friend. What's going on? So, um, <laughs> Detroit fans just absolutely boggle my mind sometimes. The aggressiveness is what's got us to where we are. Campbell's aggressiveness. It's got us where we are. We have that chip on our shoulder all the time. So it's gotten us where we are. So we just enjoy that and take the good with the bad. More good than there is bad. Did the Lions get screwed? Absolutely they did. He drew them a picture, told them exactly what was going to happen prior to the game even starting. We got screwed. Now, should he have kicked it after the second time? Yeah, probably should have kicked it and tied it, go to overtime. Maybe even on fourth and five, maybe kick a field goal and take the points because it was that type of game. Possibly, but still. We are where we are because of Dan Campbell, because of his aggressiveness. We just need to enjoy it and play on. And I agree with that, dude. I have, I'm not, I, I got to do a talk show, so we have to talk about it. And I did a live show yesterday from Celebration Cinema North, previewing our watch party in the game and talking a little bit about it. But today I had to revisit it. I, I am so impressed with this team, how they look playoff ready, start to finish in that game, even afterwards. You know, Hud saying, you know what, I'm done with it. I I want to beat him next time, right? And the path is there. This could be a real cool, one of the coolest local feel playoff brackets ever for any team. So you, you have the possibility of Stafford and the Rams being your week one opponent in Detroit. Enough said, Stafford versus Goff, first ever playoff game at Ford Field, something Stafford couldn't do. Oh, my God. Then, the way it's setting up, unless there's Armageddon this weekend, you'll get the Lions, if they win, in round two at the Cowboys. And then, you'll have to go through San Francisco. My Lord. Let's go to Kagan and Kalamazoo listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I just want to say that the uh, the loss versus the Cowboys is obviously detrimental, but I feel the same way that we're just going to get a win back on them in the playoffs. They're they're ready to do it. After you know, after missing that, it's, it's tough, obviously, but they got to come back and get a win. They will, I, and I I like the play. I was at you know Preston's 
bar in Grand Ledge uh, with the Preston family and had people from Ionia, St. John's, Lansing, uh, Daryl Descrange from Lakewood, Lakewood, Des Ionia area came over. It was really cool. I, I, I can't say enough about during the holiday season to have friends, listeners, and everybody there watching an unbelievable game. And the way when they won, the excitement, and then when the officials made the call, borderline prison riot. Uh, it was like, <laughs> it was it was crazy, man. It was nuts. Speaking of nuts, what about that scene when Michigan made the stop? The game was over. Wolverines were winners. They had beaten Alabama, and they had punched their ticket to Houston. At the time, they didn't know it would be Washington, but it is set Michigan versus Washington Monday in Houston. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, one of the Michigan insiders. He was there yesterday. And Anthony, it doesn't get any better than that. I know the national championship still has to be played and nothing against Washington. And I love Penix, junior, best quarterback by far in college football this year. But that Alabama walk up, how long there was the Harbaugh Saban. You could, you could feel the tension between the two before and even during and after uh, the game. And what a finish by Michigan. Yeah, it was pure theater, Bill. Uh, something that the likes of, I mean, when we talked yesterday, I mean, it was just that atmosphere. Everything about it was completely undersold. And then to have that game play out the way it did was, it was absolutely remarkable. Um, you know, credit to, you know, both teams. That was a heavyweight fight. Both teams had their momentum swings in the game. Both teams came out and, and you know, almost both, both, either team could have won that game. Michigan could have lost that game on the goal line right before the end of regulation. And to to rally back, and to have that unflinching just resolve to, to not mail it in and pack it in and put, the, put together the drive of your season at the end of the regulation and then do what they did in overtime, it's uh, – it's remarkable. They didn't have their fastball, uh, but you know, along the road to a championship, sometimes you just gotta just gotta grit through it and make enough plays to win, and that's what they did. And to do that on that stage in that game against Alabama is is program affirming. It's era defining, and now I'm flying to Houston in just two days. So here we are. Yeah, Michigan, Washington, and Houston Monday night. And I hope this week Harbaugh tells. Everybody connected to special teams. When a ball is inside the 10-yard line, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Bust out frozen, whatever you need to do. Just let it go. Yeah, I did not. uh, You know, special teams have been a tick or two below the usual standard this year, but I didn't expect that. I mean, just about everyone had had some kind of major critical error there. I mean, Tommy Dillman. Uh, not his best day as a punter. Both returners in the punt game obviously had their it was a comedy of errors in that regard. That's got to be a huge emphasis this week. They missed an extra point. Um, can't play that way. They typically can't make those type of mistakes against a team like Alabama. But the fact that they did overcome all that, I mean, that's that kind of makes what happened yesterday even even more. I won't say stunning, but it's it was incredible. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us from California. I thought his tweet after the game last night was one of the best I saw on Twitter after the game where he said, a 
Big Ten, I'm kind of paraphrasing, a Big Ten, Pac-10 slash Big Ten matchup with Michigan and Washington on ESPN. I think you said, like, delicious. I love that. Well, it's great. It's great theater. It's going to be awesome to hear them. Um, you know, the, the Big Ten has got to love this. This is the ideal, ideal scenario for them. It's going to be a four-hour, I mean, I'll say love fest because they have to talk about both teams. And, of course, I mean, Washington and the Pac-12 are going to get their credit for it. Washington's going to be wearing that Pac-12 patch on their jersey, so they're still representing that conference. But to have those two programs duking it out, um, you know, when you know you know the big heads there were salivating over Alabama versus Texas, if that's what it was going to look like. Get that rematch, all the storylines, Saban versus Sark. And both Michigan and Washington said uh, the bet. That's the word of the year, right? What's your uh, early vibe on Michigan-Washington Monday night? Um, I think that Michigan, I, I felt like if they got through this Rose Bowl, that this was, they would win the national title game. I think the fact that we didn't see them play, um, you know, it kind of had to shake off. There was some rust to shake off from that layoff. And the fact that now they're back in that rhythm, there's a game to prepare for this week. I, I just feel like if, not making a mistake about it, this is the first game they played all season where they're not going to have the best quarterback on the field. So Michael Penix is going to be the guy that they've dealt with before back when he was at Indiana. Uh, but I do think, you know, the fact that they have gotten this far, and it doesn't guarantee you anything. You still have to prepare yourself to go out there and win the game. But I just feel like I don't see this ending any other way for them. It feels like, uh, don't want to say a coronation. They got to play in the coin flip game still. Washington is very good. Um, but when you look at the things that they do well, if they're able to kind of control the clock in that game, run the football, which I think they will be able to do, I, I don't see it ending any other way than Mason Blue Confetti uh, at NRG Stadium on Monday night. Anthony, we'll talk later in the week, get more on the Huskies and the Wolverines and the college football playoff national championship game Monday. Appreciate your time, safe travels back home, and then down to Houston. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Bruton checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. We do have our Honolulu Blue Huge Questions of the Day presented by Coppercraft uh, Distillery. You can join in. Did the Lions get screwed by the officials? Saturday night, your opinion. And if you have the Soren Eagle, the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, and you're looking at the line, Michigan minus four and a half or Washington plus four and a half, what button are you hitting on that Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, Huskies or the Wolverines? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank with Michigan-based decision makers, and your money stays right here in Michigan. To the callers online, we'll get to your huge opinions. And John Borton from the Wolverine.com on the Michigan win over Alabama. He's up next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Welcome to the Drew World Order. January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at 
and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top shelf skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at theurbanu.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. Let the professionals help you at Urban U. Four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, Naps Corner. Also in Rockford, their waxology just north of GR. And you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to theurbanu.com. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $15 coupon like I did when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout, start redeeming next week, and get Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for $0.89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one, plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. Then save even more with M-Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We rolled out our Honolulu Blue. Huge questions of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Did the Lions get screwed by the officials on Saturday night in that loss to the Cowboys? I want your opinion. And also with the national championship game in the college football playoff set with Michigan and Washington Monday night in Houston. If you're on the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app, are you taking Michigan minus the four and a half or Washington plus the four and a half? You can join us live statewide on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Rich and Allegan, south of GR, listening on WHTC, you're on the Huge Show. Good afternoon, Huge. Thank you for taking my call. Happy New Year to you, my brother. Yeah, back at you. Yes, I think Thank you. I believe the Lions got screwed. Yes, I won't go into it, but I have a question for you. Do you know if there are limitations on when a referee can or cannot pick up a flag 
Like, we know that can pick it up on pass interference. You can ask Brandon Pettigrew about that, right? Right. I, you know, I, I believe so, uh, I believe they can pick up any flag, and there's even a rule. I think it's Rule 17. I posted this, Rich, uh, Saturday night after the game when I was at Preston's Bar in Lansing for that watch party with our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. The, 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 the commissioner could have overturned the game. He has that power. They could they could have told both teams to go play the last 29 seconds, whatever was left on the clock. But they're not going to do that because it is the Cowboys. They are, I think, the highest-valued franchise, them or the Giants or Jets, and it's not going to happen. And the Lions, the one thing I'll take from this, if they can keep this chip on their shoulder the rest of the way, that's why I wish they had a playoff game this weekend, not Minnesota, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know it. And it's a shame that it went that way. But we'll do better next game and hopefully move forward in these playoffs. Well, and I'm and I'm telling you, it's lining up. And thanks for the call on Allegan, Rich. You could get Stafford and the Rams at Ford Field for the playoff opener with the Lions as NFC North champs in the three seed. Have to go to the Cowboys. We already showed you played them tougher in Dallas than any team on their schedule this year. And then, more than likely, if the quarterback Purdy stays healthy, you'll have to get to Vegas through San Francisco. And could you imagine what Vegas would be like if the Lions are in the Super Bowl? I told Marty for the Michigan Sports Network, we got to drive the RV out there. Not me, not you. I don't trust you. We need a driver. That Because we'll be able to get out there. We'll have a vehicle. I'm telling you. The Lions Nation would take over Vegas. It would be incredible that week leading up to it. I think the Michigan Nation is going to take over Houston now that Texas was bounced by Washington last night in the Sugar Bowl. The national championship game is set. Wolverines and the Huskies. Johnny B., John Borton from the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Bill, and I'll tell you what, you can tie uh, Michigan talk right into what you were just talking about because here's the Lions that had an officiating crew take a game away from them, but you've got Michigan chip on the shoulder kind of stuff. They had a a league commissioner try to take a season away Mm -hmm. from them, and on top of that, an entire governing body over the sport of college football. Uh, So you want chip on the shoulder? Yeah, they'll bring it, and they uh, and they got in the game nose to nose against Alabama, hearing uh, all the SEC talk and uh, basically saying, you know what, we're going to shove it right back at you, and uh, and they they pulled it together. And I love the I love the constant talk about adversity. We have seen adversity this year, so they figured when they got down, what was it, twenty to thirteen. Uh, they were going to come back, and they did. They pulled it off, and uh, and now we got one for all the marbles. You know, one thing about that game, and I said it beforehand yesterday and all last week, that I had the feeling it was going to be like Penn State at Penn State. And that was minus Harbaugh when he was suspended for the second time in season, which is unprecedented. And to see the team undefeated, you have to give – more uh, mentor, the assistant coaches, the players, the leaders like Quorum, so much credit what this team has been through on and off the field. 
but it was a dogfight. And in the end, uh, Alabama was cocky enough to think that their O-line was going to blow Michigan off the ball and they were going to tie it up and we'd go to a second OT and Michigan stuffed them. And the way the Wolverines sprinted off the sidelines and on the field to center or to the center of the field for each other was a thing of beauty. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, you're, you're talking about a team that had run through the entire season undefeated, uh, beaten Ohio State again, won the Big Ten championship again, and yet, what'd they say about their entire season? Hey, we win the whole thing, or or it's not a successful season. It's uh, it's national championship or bust. That's a lot of pressure when you're going against the best teams in college football, and certainly Alabama has traditionally been that. Uh, so yeah, I mean there was a release there uh, when you saw them run, rushing the field and the players celebrating the you know JJ McCarthy with the rose clenched in his teeth and all of that you got past that step that had bedeviled you the last two years. And now you're in a game where it, they, they feel like, um, I, I said before, uh, the playoff started, this is an any one of these four teams could win. And I still uh, believe that. You saw how close both of these playoff games were so far. And, uh, and I think Michigan-Washington's a dogfight, but Michigan knows it's got the defense and it's got, um, it, it's got the grit after everything they've been through to, uh, to do it one more time. John Borden from the Wolverine.com Senior Columnist Insider joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, like I said, what they've been through, the bunker, you can feel it when the players talk, when Harbaugh talked uh, before, during, and after the game uh, last night. Uh, it's a special year. Uh, with a win Monday, it would be the greatest year in Michigan football history. And the big question will be, will J.J. be back? I don't think he looked NFL ready yesterday outside of the end. And will Harbaugh be back? What are you thinking? I, You know, I'm I'm – Always in these situations, I tend to think uh, they'll probably be gone and uh, ready myself for a pleasant surprise if it turns out some other way. I just, I think uh, the fact that, that Jim Harbaugh did not sign the extension when it was available to him signals at the very least he wants to take a look at what's out there once again. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but I. I just think that there could be a couple of situations open up uh, in the NFL. And with the fact that he has been through uh, an awfully, awful lot uh, um, in college football, through his own league and through uh, the NCAA this year, he may just decide, you know, especially if Michigan wins at all, okay, now I'll go get that, uh, that other uh, big trophy out there, the, uh, the Lombardi trophy. As far as J.J. McCarthy, I agree with you. The, the offense that Michigan has run didn't showcase him to the point of uh, him being uh, as strong a Heisman candidate as people thought he would be. And, uh, you know, he still probably has uh, more to prove in some people's minds. But that being said, I, I think uh, there certainly would be teams, NFL teams, with plenty of interest. And so I think you know he'll he'll weigh those same things. Honestly, if they win it all, they we we may see big change in Ann Arbor. 
John Borden from the Wolverine.com talking about Michigan's win last night over Alabama, also the future of J.J. and Harbaugh. There is a part of me in watching Harbaugh since they won that Big Ten title again that there's there's an emotional part of every time I've heard him at the podium in front of a camera, I, I almost feel like he knows this is the end, right? I, I don't know if you feel that, but that's just my take on it. I, I think um, I wouldn't strongly push back against that notion. Um, I, I just, I, he, he loves this team. I think he loves Michigan. He loves uh, a lot of aspects of college football. But I think there are some things that, uh, you know, he really uh, would would rather not deal with. And uh, we certainly saw it with John Beeline at the end of his college career with Michigan. And uh, you may have a little bit of that going on with, uh, with Jim Harbaugh. You know, uh, he certainly has had opportunity to this point to say, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm here for the duration. And he said, I'm, I'm here as long as they want me. But that, that leaves you a lot of interpretation to, to be had. So I, I don't think I fall too far from you on that one, Bill. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I think there are a lot of Michigan fans that uh, if he uh, wins one more game, would, uh, would say, you know, do what you need to do, coach. And, uh, and we'll take our chances with uh, the guy that you tabbed to uh to be the the uh the fill in that walked in and uh and beat Penn State and Ohio State. Think about six game suspensions, uh, multiple or three and three. Uh you look at what this team's been through off the field uh with Connor Stallions and the fallout from that, yet they never lost sight of anything. They didn't lose at Penn State. They didn't lose uh to Maryland. They didn't lose at home against Ohio State after everything the Buckeyes had done to try and derail uh, the season. They go, they win the Big Ten Championship, Iowa. Some of the worst offensive play calling I've ever seen in the history of college football, even in the Tennessee Bowl game over the weekend. And then you look at their number one uh, in the college football playoff, the one seed. They take care of Saban in Alabama, and now they get Washington with their 90th-ranked defense I think this is going to be pound the rock if it's working. Control the clock. Don't get into a shootout. I looked at Washington State, Washington. I watched a little bit of that. That final was 24-21, and Washington scored late. Uh, I watched Oregon, even though they you know, lost to Washington two times, that you know they tried to control the clock. And I think Michigan will be able, if they're able to run that football, I don't think it's going to be a wild 57-55 shootout, but Michigan will take care of business and be national champions. No question. I think uh, it could be very similar to what we just saw. Uh, last night after Michigan played, you, you're watching Texas and Washington go at it. And, we, you know, we've heard last, uh, last one with the ball wins. I mean, this felt more like first one that doesn't score loses uh, as, as I'm watching these teams go up and down the field against each other. And, and uh, when Texas got stopped a time or two, it was like, oh, boy, you're, you're in big trouble now. 
I think that uh, it's going to be very much like uh, you're projecting. Michigan is not going to want to go right up and down the field with Washington, give them all kinds of scoring opportunities. Uh, they, they want to possess the ball and yet score. They want to uh, um, you know, grind some meat, as, uh, as Jim Harbaugh likes to say. And, uh, and as Bo Schembechler liked to, that's where he got it, that, that particular saying. I, yeah, I, I think absolutely they want this to be a, uh, a physical ball control, uh, not some wild uh, Pac-12 shootout type of game. And uh, the wild thing is, here's, uh, you know, they ought to send notice to, the, to uh, Washington, hey, you're a, you're a Big Ten team now, so uh, dial it back a little bit. John Borden never dials it back. Senior columnist insider from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee Guest Line talking about just an unbelievable night on and off the field for Michigan football. One more game left. Washington on Monday night for the national championship in Houston. Team coverage throughout the week at the Wolverine.com. Johnny B., Happy New Year. Thanks for your time here on The Huge Show. Happy New Year, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right, John Borton checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion. He loved the defensive line making a play and the offensive line blowing open that huge hole in overtime and the power run by Corum. He's also a co-host of Chris Palace on the Wolverine.com's Michigan football podcast. He'll join me in 20 minutes within the hour. John Beeline. Former Michigan coaches, weekly conversation on hoops with Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Doran Mayhew. They'll be in studio. Well, Josh will. John will be on the phone. John will be working the Big Ten Network in studio weekends coming up in January, February, and March. We'll talk about what he expects from Michigan State and Michigan in the Big Ten. And he was at Michigan when they hired Harbaugh. And the importance of a great football team and how it helps a basketball program and the Pistons. They end their streak on Saturday night. You think maybe they're going to go and turn the corner, and they lay an egg yesterday in Houston. Just a god-awful performance. So we'll talk hoops with John Beeline, Josh Garvey from Doran Mayhew, coming up within 30 minutes. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Remember, if you missed any huge opinion, interview hour, full show, our podcast are free. And we are everywhere. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts. They're free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. All free and just search the huge show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. 